Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, friends. And we are back at it again. <laughs> you will see us. Barely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh. You're right about that. Barely. I am tired today. I'm holding on as strongly as I can. <laughs> Adulting is kicking my ass. <laughs> Bitch, I'm telling you, I, y'all know I love to drink, but this this wine we finna get into is gonna set me off the edge. I'm so tired. I just want to crawl in my bed. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's when you happen when you party at 23 in reverse. <sighs> but that's not even what happened, yo. That's not even what my weekend was. My brother and Simone and Samani was down here. They came here Friday. Ended up having to take off just because they got here so early. Because of Simone's job, she like can fly standby and they can fly for free. They was up here, and they told me like they were staying with me. They weren't staying in a hotel. Oh, <sighs> when they told you that? Right, because it sounds like a last minute decision. Yeah, night because they couldn't find anything. Why? Wow. Was there something going on that time? It was just, just high as fuck. Like, oh, all the hotels were high as hell just because of the area. Not even specific things happening. Well, the Strawberry Festival is going on, but that's for another, this week and next week. So I don't think it's anything major, but nonetheless, hotels are high as shit. So that means the way she's drinking this water out of this water bottle for me. Girl. I just cannot. <laughs> she said, I'm going to get all of the water out this damn bottle. All of it. We are in the days where the summer is summering and the mm-hmm. the cold water is hit. Okay. That's it where we are like in the hit. South. Yes. <laughs> it looked like it hit right there. It did. But Constance, oh I'm happy you enjoyed your weekend, your what yeah. post birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes. With your they family. Came. I was very happy to have them here. Mm. But it, it stressed me the shit out. <laughs> Having an interesting we'll talk about that later. Just having folk in my space. We'll talk about that later. Because I, I had a whole episode about that. I really did. And I felt badly about it after. <laughs> but I had a whole episode that night like, WTF, bro. Are you serious? Like, I was legit upset. But anyways. About the notice? All in all. Hmm? About the notice? Just, I, I don't know what it was. But again, I'll get into that later. Okay. Because I won't get into it. But anyway, <laughs> it all in all, at the end of the day. It was fucking amazing and beautiful to have had my family here with me with my first year not being around very close friends and family for my birthday, you know? Very strange. Because I got to celebrate it before I left last year. (sighs) (laughs) Well, Well, let's get into this wine of the week here. Yeah, girl. Um, so I saw this in the total wine. They had a whole display of like different kind of flavors and all this other kind of stuff. So I was like, Oh, this blood orange, like you can't really go wrong with blood orange. And it's, um, from, it's called forbidden kiss and it's the blood orange flavor kiss sunset. And, um, it's 11%. I think it's supposed to be like, 
um, I'm a pre-made mimosa. I think that's the vibes mm. it's supposed to give. What do you guys think about it? Um, first taste, it's a little taut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> that blood orange is orange and bitch. I you're honestly could put a little simple syrup and some other regular orange juice in here to sweeten her up. But it's not bad though. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the percentage because she could definitely get me fucked up. It's good. It's a nice sippable drink. I could definitely do this at brunch and feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. So I like her. I'm gonna give her a seven. Only only because only on the tip that she's super tart. Mm-hmm. Um and that I feel like I might have to add a little something shum. But you can tell it's blood orange. Like some yes. yeah, something it just doesn't give you hit that until it gets to the back of your palate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, but yeah, let's sit I do, on the tongue yeah. a little bit. But I do appreciate that it's it, it is what the fuck it says it is. Mm-hmm. Don't it. Sparkling wine with natural blood orange flavoring. I believe yes. it. I'm excited. There's no lies here. I'm excited to try the uh, peach flavor of this. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely have to run it back. I don't think that this is a favorite of mine, but I could like see myself with drinking it on like some shaved ice as like a slushy. I think mm. the blood orange would be good that way. Ooh, mm-hmm. Find me a recipe yeah. for that because hmm, that sounds good. Yeah, I was thinking I needed like some pineapples in it or something. Oh mm. yeah, that'd like be this, nice. Yeah, put a little pineapple in it. I think that would be pretty good to kind of sweeten it up a little. Look at us making drinks. Okay, okay. slushy. Blood orange with a little pineapple on the side. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll probably Sign be so good. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I'll probably give it like a seven. At first taste, I didn't like it. But then once I let it sit, I was like, oh, okay, this is all right. Yeah. I mean, at 11%, once you start drinking it, it don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's like drinking Hennessy. Mm-hmm. You know that first shot to kick your ass, right? And it's like just keep going. Well, I don't even taste my tongue no more, so don't even. Hand me that bottle. <laughs> okay, so we all agree that um, we can run it back potentially. We're gonna try other flavors mm-hmm. potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so, we love okay. sparkling. I don't think we've ever had a sparkling. Wine that we didn't enjoy. Mm, I didn't really like that cava I had. Okay. Which one did you get? I don't remember the brand. Oh. But it was like a cava. It was a rosé cava. Hmm. I really didn't. Something. It had some kind of taste in it. Something in it didn't. Didn't do right. Yeah. Mm. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'll try it. I'll try it again, though. All right. So, today we're going to talk about black hair. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we as black women have all endured all our lives. Yes, Lord. I don't know about y'all, but I came out as a bald head, baby. <laughs> so did and, I. Uh, You're not alone. Okay. They had, no. to, they had to put the little, um, what is it? The little caps on your head. So they'll know yeah. you're a girl. The bow that went around. Oh, my God. Oh, they did yes. that to all of us. Took that god awful picture of you. They didn't care if you was crying or smiling. Take mm-hmm. you straight out the womb and just snap. <laughs> That's it. But yeah. So, 
But as we got older, we grew hair out and our parents had to do something with that shit. (laughs) (laughs) And as for my parents, she decided that um, I can't do nothing with this. So we going to slap a relaxer up in there. So I got my first relaxer at seven. (gasps) Really? Yes. I have no history of like what my hair was like before then. I don't remember any of that. But I do remember that I was going to that salon since I was seven years old. At least you had the luxury of going to the salon because I was right in the kitchen with a hot comb Mm. on the stove. Mm -mm. I don't remember much of a hot comb. Girl, I did. Mama had the electric one, but she didn't straighten my hair until I was in like middle school. Mm. I think it was either sixth or seventh grade was the first time I'd ever had my hair straightened. She was very adamant about none of that relaxer shit. She wasn't paying for that. You wasn't going to that goddamn salon. I'm doing your (laughs) hair at home. You getting these braids. You better pick. You want these curly balls, which is what she called Bantu knots. Like, what style do you want this week? Say you don't want braids no more. We we better figure something out because we got to do something with this head. My dumb ass wanted to relax so bad because everybody else fucking had one. If I would have left my hair alone, I feel like it would have looked way better. Way better than it does right now. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd be struggling. Don't know what the fuck to do with my hair. <laughs> if my mom, I was like, mom, you should have just been meaner to me. And just said, fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. When you have relaxer money, you can go get a relaxer. Mm-hmm. Should have treated that shit like McDonald's because, boy. <sighs> mm. I think you still would have did it, though. You would have came up with that oh, yeah. relaxer money in high school and you still would have. It was what? $10? Oh, no, you get that for your birthday. But if you go to a salon back no, then, it was like $40 <laughs> to oh, get your see. hair relaxed and styled. Yeah. I guess that's the, the difference. When I had my first relaxer, we did it at home. It's always been at home. And so whenever I transitioned into doing it myself, I just went to the store, bought the box, mixed it, threw it on my hair, and was out the door. Oh, no. Oh, no, I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, no, hell no. I was scared when my mama gave me that fucking hot comb to do it myself. I was like, um, no, (laughs) I will not. I would rather you burn my ear and this little piece of my scalp. I'd rather you do your thug thizzle, madam. I'm not touching that fucking hot comb. (laughs) Things scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... I guess Mo, I guess your your family, they always like went to the store and got the box perm. Mm-hmm. So you probably just learned how to do it on your own. I ain't trust myself no, first girl. of all. Me neither. I still I think when I transitioned to natural, I still didn't know how to successfully do a relaxer to the point where my whole head would be relaxed at to the same degree. Like one side would be good and relaxed. Wherever I started, good. Straight as straight Mm -hmm. but the rest of it the by the time i got to the other part of my head the the part that i started would have already started like burning or you know feeling like okay you done had this on too long so then i was forced to rinse it out and then now you have half a curly head and then half a straight head (laughs) (laughs) you wasn't doing going fast enough yeah trying to be grown trying to do it on my own but when you're in college, I think, like, I had no choice. You had to do your hair on your own. So 
what the hell else was I supposed to do? I think in my, what, 25 years of doing it by myself, I may have had two successful tries. Oh, just two? Two tries. Oh, and I, I mean, on yourself or on other people included? No, hell no. I wouldn't trust myself putting it on somebody else. I did it myself. <laughs> he said, if anybody's going to be bald, it's, it's going to be, be me. Right, on my account. But it was so simple. <laughs> you put in the activator, you mix it up, slap it on your hair. Oh, and then you had you had to put that stuff, the protective. The Vaseline. Yeah, the, va- <laughs> <laughs> the Vaseline around the edges to keep your skin from burning. So, I mean, it wasn't too hard. Oh, it was just the timing that I could get right. Girl, I remember my days at the salon. I was that kid that was screaming at the shampoo bowl. I was, they they had to hold me down so I, they can like wash my hair. It was bad. Oh my God. Yes. Hold you down. Yes. Cause I would kick and scream at the shampoo bowl. First of all, that relaxer, if you scratch your head too soon, Period. within 24 mm, to 36 hours, if you scratch your head beforehand, it's over, bro. Whatever over. you scratch is burning. Okay, and, and you may up. get one of those little scabs. Yes, they get <laughs> right. They get it's coming. Definitely got <laughs> huge scabs, bitch. That should have been that should have been an indicator number one mm-hmm. that that shit was way too strong and horrible for us. Mm-hmm. Yes, because the way my head, I would be shamed some days to have a straight hair, thinking that somebody can see through my damn head to see the scab that the was spilling on my scalp. Oh God! Ugh, I would never it. remember until it got time to the day. I was like, "Oh fuck!" I scratched the shit out of my head during mm-hmm. math class. This was definitely confused. <laughs> it was itching. Oh, well, I gotta get this damn relaxer. I'm scared. Yep. Sometimes I had to learn to sit there to bear it. That shit burning the fuck out mm. of my scalp. But I just gotta sit there and wait for her yep. to finish. Mm. But yeah, I was the kid screaming at the shampoo bowl. Y'all would have thought somebody was murdering me. But I mean, I got adjusted and I've been, I was getting relaxers until I think 2015 is when I kind of didn't have a choice anymore because my hairdresser moved and she was an hour away and then just driving back and forth, it was just becoming too much. And I was just like, I can't do this. See, that's why I quit. Well, I, it also had become all the rage again, my following ass and, um, my roommate, had started going natural because we was in high school together. And I was like, girl, what you doing? She was like mixing oils and shit because <clears throat> YouTube <laughs> University was out. Yep. So she was mixing oils and buying stuff. You know, I was like, girl, what the hell you in here doing? Like you got chemistry going on. I mean, I know you like science, but what you, do- <laughs> what you doing in here? Um, but she told me about her natural journey and stuff. And then me not having a car the first year and it, home being an hour away. And my hairdresser being booked up, I was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to just grow it out. It'll be all right. Now, I also was a straight natural for the longest time. Okay. Now, I used to oh, press yeah. the shit I out of my Oh, yeah. I remember that. Woo! I used to press the shit out of my hair. So, it was nothing but heat damage. I had been natural for years. He was pretty but good I, at that. Yeah, but your hair was laid, sis. <laughs> yes. Like, that's the, con- was definitely that's the only constants we knew. <laughs> you either had crochet in or your hair was laid and fried dyed to the side. <laughs> Girl, like honestly. And I don't know what I'm finna do with my life now. I'm gonna have to re- revamp my whole I- hair identity because I tried to cut off the sides of my head <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> I tried to take other fucking crochets 
Try to hurry up and get them out my head. Seeing my real hair again, bitch. I'm scared to get them again. I'm going to have to calm the fuck down. I'm going to have to remember who I am, just what God gave me, mm-hmm. and just get my oils together, do my protective styles, not fuck with my head, and just let it be what the fuck it is. Yeah. Like I used to do. I think that just comes with the, the journey of being a black woman with, mm-hmm. with hair. You're going to end up, you're either going to end up frying that shit off, or you're going to end up cutting that shit off. One mm-hmm. of the two. I remember one or time. breaking it off. I was breaking it off by doing too much. One time in high school, I called myself trying to be like the others. And I was like, oh, I'm going to straighten my hair. And I would straighten it like every other day before I go to school. I straightened that shit one time and that shit broke off <gasps> with the flat iron. I said, oh, fuck Ooh. me. Bitch. <laughs> hey, you burned your <laughs> hair and took it with it. What was you trying to do? Make it flat? Trying to straighten my hair. You know how the others, the others, they straighten their hair all the time. All the time. But have mercy. How long did you hold a flat iron on your hair before it just came off? I don't think that mattered. I think (laughs) at that point, my hair was so damaged. It was so damaged from me putting heat on it so frequently that anything I would have did to it would have broke that shit off. Mm, damn. And that was at that point, you know, at some point in your, uh, between middle school and high school, you decide that you're just going to start doing your hair yourself. Like, you right. know what mm-hmm. you're doing. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Don't know. No Not idea. damn thing. So how was I supposed to know me putting heat on it all the time was bad? Okay. <laughs> and Again. then... Our parents was like, oh, you going to find out. Go ahead. Do what you want to do. Hair gone. Say that to- <laughs> this is why I Bald. Can appreciate gentle parenting. Listen, baby, I'm gonna sh- we're going to go through some pictures. Okay? <laughs> you know, let's show you some videos of these people who try and do their own hair, who don't know what they're doing. I don't want this to be you. Now, if you want to walk around like a bald-headed heifer, you do you, sweetie. But I don't want these things for you because I love you. And I know you don't want people taking pictures and videos of you without you looking. <laughs> <laughs> all TikTok. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell my children that, y'all. I'm telling them that. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm telling my children that if the Lord blesses me with them, oh. I have to give you all the scenarios. Because you just don't know. People are mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are yeah. mean. Because, I mean, I would watch it. I wouldn't take the film, but I'd watch it. I'm like, oh, heavens, that poor person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said, Constance, you said that you were needing to come into yourself with your hair and accept who you are. I think that's a part of like why we transition. It was like the big transition for black people, black women. Oh my God, yes. Letting the relaxer go and realizing it's unnecessary spending. We don't have mm-hmm. to do it. And to whose standards are we trying to live by? Like, what does yes. our natural hair look like? And I I enjoyed it. Like, it was so fun was to see yourself transition mm-hmm. from the short stage to the big puff. And then, oh my gosh, don't flat, flatten out the puff. Like, the shrinkage of black hair is real. real. Super real. Outrageous. Okay? Super real. Outrageous. I have seen the difference in me not putting any heat on my hair after I cut it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't do a big, big chop, but I chopped the shit out of my hair and let it just be a natural style. Like, I did the diva cut thing. Mm-hmm. 
and that was in what 2015 or 16 one of them because i was oh it might have been 15 because i think i was in my first year of teaching or second year anyways um it was so pretty i could see all my curls bitch like mm-hmm. everything looks so good like your hair like y'all's hair looks right now like I can see all the curls. I can see the definition of it, even when I didn't put shit on it. <laughs> you know, like it just looks so good. It looked healthy. It looked thick. Mm-hmm. Fucked around and straightened it, and that's not the case anymore. So I want to cut it again, but <clears throat> maybe later. But those were the days, like you said, Monique. You really got to have like a relationship with your hair. Mm-hmm. You paid attention to the shit you put on your hair, the shit you put in your body that grew your hair, oils to use. Realizing how much natural shit you can find in a grocery store to do your damn mm-hmm. hair. How much shit was available or wasn't available in like those, you know, uh, Asian hair stores. Because it wasn't hardly anything. Then it was now saturated with shit. Yeah, not right. <clears throat> I, I think I was kind of forced into being natural too, though, because I, I was trying to get into wigs. And then I realized like when I would get my hair braided or get crochet and stuff it would make my scalp blister. So apparently I was allergic to like whatever it is mm. that they coat the fake hair with. Yeah. So. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah I mean like brand. big nasty red blisters. Oh. Didn't take me long to say hell no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I tried a, a lot of things. I think I tried, I did a sew-ins. I think when I met y'all, I was doing sew-ins. hmm and then, um, but I was still getting my hair relaxed in between the sew-ins. And then um, after my um, stylist moved, I started transitioning. And then the thing I think that would stop me mostly from even ever transitioning beforehand is that that new growth that comes in between the relaxers. And it's just so rough and so yeah. like hard and it just seems unmanageable. But once you get over that, it's just like, oh, okay, I have two different hair textures right now. I need to find something that accommodates both. Right. Mostly what's growing, the new growth, <laughs> to make it softer. Right. <laughs> and manageable. Yes. But just doing those transitional styles and stuff like that, I was excited every week. I had me a new style I could look forward to doing from YouTube University. See, that's where YouTube and even still YouTube is just too much for me. YouTube chokes the shit out of me because there are too many people that I love. I'm like, no, sweetheart, I can't listen to you. Your hair is actually fucking long. Right. Get off my fucking page, bitch. I yes. can't. We can't. We're not. No, go away. This is where I want to be, but I ain't there yet. I can't use the big fat purple uh, flexi rods because <laughs> it's going to get to right here and I'm going to be done. And I'm going to have this much flexi rod left. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel you. It, it was interesting to see what you could do because that's what I always did, just the transitioning hairstyles, figuring out what was going to look good for both textures of hair mm-hmm. and what I could maintain for a long period of time, like for a week at least. At least a week. Yeah, the process of caring for your hair, if that hairstyle didn't take me through a week or a week and a half, it was off the chopping. It was on the chopping block because yeah. we can't do that again. That's too much time. For me to have to do this shit again by the end of the week. Yes. Okay. Like all I should need is a quick freshen up. Right. Like you know, spray. like maybe on Wednesday. Yeah. Right. A little spray and maybe maybe like one or two of these curls I can throw it in or I can throw them all in and then separate them again and it's fine. 
Yeah, anything other than that, I'm doing too much. Right. <laughs> and this hair is going to break off, and it was all for naught. Facts. <laughs> Do y'all remember the pink lotion? Yes, bitch. Swore by that pink oh, lotion my mother face. did. Because it did oh, nothing. It didn't do anything. Absolutely nothing. Not a damn thing. It dried and, and that was it. <laughs> but it was law. I don't know of any yes. family that didn't own fucking pink lotion, honey. And it was yes. available everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. That, oh. That luster's pink lotion. Yes, ma'am. And the okay. pink bottle with the black top. That's all you Pop need. that bitch open. Squeeze it. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That and a brush. That That's all you yes. needed. All you needed was blue magic. And mm-hmm. little lustrous pink. Mm-hmm. You was in business. The green kind. Now, I don't think we fucked with the blue kind. I don't, I don't know if she ever found that until later. But that blue and that green? Mm. I knew it was time. Mom was going to go to work. going <laughs> to grab them hands up to get them bows and them rubber bands. It's time to braid some hair. Yes, you had a whole storage bin filled with bows and rubber bands and ribbons. Bitch. Okay. It was an entire thing. And I never to this day, because I, I don't recall shopping for hair stuff. I really never remember shopping for hair stuff as a kid. I don't remember really having to do any of that until I got older. But it was wash day was Pantene Pro-V in the sink until I got old enough to wash that shit myself <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> and then it was Blue Magic and Lustus Pink, the big box of hair bows, rubber bands, beads, Whatever she needed, comb, brushes, and all that shit. Detangler. I don't know what she detangled with, honestly. I really have no idea. And me figuring out which Lifetime movie we finna watch until we finally transitioned into Food Network. I'm so thankful. Because mm. it was so many, it was only so many beatings I could watch women get on fucking Lifetime. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I'm so sick of Valerie Bertinelli and her husband. I'm so tired of her. Facts. <laughs> Sidebar. How do you, how do you, what do y'all feel about us washing our hair in the sink. Oh, I do it. I did this weekend. I haven't done it in a while. Yeah, I, I ran across a debate where like people were saying, "Why would you do that? That's disgusting. It's the kitchen." And I'm like, I thought that was what we did. Like, where else I mean, would you, you put wash your shower you if rinse, you have a child? Like, what? You rinse your chicken meat in the sink. I mean, and you put the bleach in after, bitch, and you right. you go on about your day. So that's the same thing I would do with my kid. I'm not putting my kid in the shower. Like, Mm -hmm. it makes a lot of sense for little people. It just makes a lot of sense for little people. Yeah. You know? My thing is, I'm not about to get my grown ass in the shower just to wash my hair. Because now I got to take another shower. Because I've Mm -hmm. washed my hair and it's all over me. Like, it's just not about to happen. Yeah. That's That's what happened to me this weekend. Like, I took a shower the night before and I need to wash my hair and I was like mm, we not going nowhere today so I'm already clean enough <laughs> so I'm not about to wash again and I just washed less than nine it, hours ago right 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 so I was just like I'm gonna I got my little bag and gathered all my materials and put it in my bag and I walked downstairs in that kitchen and I washed the hell out of my hair you gotta do what you gotta do. I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's sort of a traditional thing. I've never thought it being disgusting. Gross. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Like it'd be one thing now if you're if you're washing your child's whole body in the sink that you also cook from, then maybe you need to have a conversation. Unless it's like a little baby. But they do that with infants though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like so it's it's definitely like based on what you grew up seeing. 
that's the norm because to me some some people like what's nasty to me is seasoning your meat in the sink oh okay (laughs) (laughs) the sink that i have currently it's not conducive to seasoning shit because there is a uh what you call that thing garbage garbage disposal yeah garbage disposal and even plugging it up is just it's a whole thing i don't have time it's nice and deep but it's it's a piece of shit in my opinion, I wouldn't have done it that way. <laughs> I can't stand the garbage disposal. It just fucks it all up. Anyway, but I usually season my meat in the sink when I lived in my old house. I usually season my meat in the sink. Like, like you put no it in the sink, not in a bowl. You put it in the sink and season it. The thing, see, the thing is for me, okay, I saw no fucking reason, especially if I didn't have to, for washing it in the sink. I mean, wash, yeah, so like rinsing it off in the sink. And then transferring it to a bowl, which is another shit I got to wash <laughs> later. Why the fuck would I do that? I already got too much to wash as it is. And I'm trying to wash as I go. And I got to clean this goddamn sink after I deal with this meat. Because otherwise I can't put shit else in there. It's going to get contaminated. Hell no, I'm not putting it in no damn bowl. I have to do that here. And it's annoying as shit to me. But I've gotten used to it because it just is what the fuck it is. But as soon as I have time to get my old sink and I can season my shit in there, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I'm going to season the top, flip them holes over, season the other side. <laughs> the only reason I would transfer is maybe to, to to dry it off. But no, I usually don't put it in the bowl. Yeah, I'm not against it going in the sink. It's just that I like to season my meat on flat surfaces. So I like to put my meat on the cutting board and like season it on top like that and flip it over. I don't know why. Chicken is just weird. Honestly, it requires a lot of seasoning and a lot of cleaning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially cleaning that fat off that chicken. Oh, my God. It's like, you know, I love dark meat, but God damn it. Cleaning a thigh, boneless thigh is the most tedious fucking work I have mm-hmm. ever done in my life. And I'm just like, just fuck it. Just leave the fat on there. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be like that. You need it for flavoring. It'll be fine. Yes. Just take it off when you it's eat. It's going to fry off and it's fine. Right. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to eat it. Uh, go eat a bunch of vegetables with it or something. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I'm sorry to derail the conversation, but I just, I <laughs> mean, it was, <laughs> it was a that part was a, of the, the whole it. like it was black hair experience. Yeah. You, got, you went to the kitchen to wash your hair. As and long so, as you ain't got the collard greens soaking in the other part of the sink, I feel like it's fine. See, no, ma'am. Why do we even have to tell people to do that? That should not be a, a question. If you haven't already cooked or haven't prepared your stuff we're not doing that yeah we're not doing that that's no no <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not no don't nobody want pantene pro v no fucking dark and lovely collard greens bitch i need for you to get your shit together <laughs> listen no. no just for me just Mac for and cheese. me Oh, just for me, mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, nobody want that. You know how sad I was. I, I used to love just for me. Never use it in my life. I used to want mama to buy it all the time, only because they had black girls on the commercial. I was like, oh, that's for me, mom. They said it. It's literally the name of the company. Just for me. It's just for me. Why don't we use that? Probably because it's pink. that same company that made that damn pink, um, Lustus Pink. Well, hair lotion. Shit. They had little girls that looked like me on it. 
Instead, she kept buying lustus. Mm. She used to use that too, but she straightened her own hair. So what were some go-to styles for you guys when y'all were younger? What y'all remember your parents putting up in that? Always a two-strand child. Usually pigtails and then that one in the back. Mm. I have no idea what that one in the back was. And mama used to be a fan of like one here and then one like the double ponytail. Like mm. the yes. <laughs> and they would have like several little two strands in both of them. Oh, okay. I can see that on you. Yeah. That was her thing. And then every now and again, we was getting fancy. She would do Bantu Notch, which we call curly balls. And she would just twist them bad boys up. They would always come out so cute. I used to love it when she would like braid the front part mm-hmm. and then Bantu Knot the rest. Oh, I love that shit. That was so cute. Speaking of the bag, girl, do you remember crimps when we used to take that damn spritz? Oh, yes. The crimps. Yes. And don't fall asleep on one side and then you wake up. That's it. That's it. The whole Over. hair is ruined. Like, And there was no Done way for. to preserve the hairstyle because you eventually had to sleep on a side. Yeah, I think that's my biggest problem with our hair. And I say our hair, my hair. How about that? Because it's not like everybody's hair can't hold a style, but I am terrible with maintenance. Mm. I can bust a style out. Okay? It looks fan-fucking-tastic on a Monday. I don't know what we're going to do on Tuesday, bitch. Because <laughs> when I go to bed Monday night, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen after. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to look like in the yes. morning. Yes. I, and I can't, even when I try and redo it, first of all, I'm not supposed to redo it because they say in order to retain length, you're mm-hmm. not supposed to fuck with it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I've done that and it's proven true. But I will say with the transition, I didn't have to do as much. It was just the root that was kind of fucking with me. But I could, you know, I could neatly place a bobby pin or two, get a little gel going, mm-hmm. and I was fine. Mm-mm-mm-mm. With all of it being natural. I felt a little more freer when all of it was natural though. I always, it was always a gamble for me when I was transitioning because my relaxed hair, well, I never know how she was going to turn out. So it was just like, she could have been still straight or she could have slightly curled or she could have cooperated and curled all the way. But once I cut that relaxed part off, I was free. I, that was free dumb. That means it didn't matter how my hair turned out. It was all going to be curly. And then there were times where my hair came out stupid and it did not work. What I did, just rinse that product out in the sink real quick and put some product on it. And I went on about my day until I come home. Yeah. When you transition it, you can't do that because you still got that straight hair. And that straight right. hair don't straighten. Mm-hmm. It did. It's sticking out yeah, like a right. sore thumb. Yes. Oh. It does have you in a chokehold. Mm-hmm. There was no such thing as a wash and go. No fucking transitioning hair. Because <laughs> you look crazy. <laughs> like you had a curl elevator in the world mm-hmm. that could have helped you out with that shit. But speaking of hairstyles, I remember putting ribbon in my hair to match the Aeropostale polo yes. that I used to wear. Yes, I remember so that. Cute. Uh, and Tragic. I was in high school. Yeah, high school. Those are my high school days. Yes. We bought them ribbons. Burn them at the end. Make sure they don't fray. Girl, what? 
Yeah, you burn the ribbons at the end so they won't I break. never did that. Really? I yeah, but it would have saved me some ribbons. damn ribbons, though, because... <laughs> <laughs> you had to keep going to the hair store and get your little dollar pack of the multicolor. Yeah. yeah. I wish I knew I about that. Damn. I was never that cool. Well, now you'll know for your kid in the future. Child. I didn't have no ribbons. I was straightening the shit out of my hair at that point. Really? It was... And in high school, I was... I it was straight. We were straightening it for ponytails. We mm-hmm. wanted that pony to pony. Okay? Swing that ponytail. You never put no ribbon in it, girl. No. Not you never tied no. around the ponytail base? Tied up? Let it fall? Oh, okay. No, it, wasn't, it wasn't considered cool unless you were a cheerleader. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. We couldn't do that. It cool to do it, though. I think it was just no. a thing. Yeah, it was a real picky fight school. I was too worried about being too tall for some of my jeans and it being high waters. I was worried about a lot of the wrong things in middle and high school. Like people was really Friend. trying to get on my ass. Really? <laughs> yes, bitch. That's why I was so fucking mean all the time. <laughs> Just don't talk to me unless you're ready to scrap with your words. Because oh, <laughs> I don't have time for you to be trying to pick on me, bitch. I will pick on you right back. I might even do it first. So you know to steer the fuck clear. Damn, not the bully. Well, bitch, I mean, I don't know what to say. I got tired of being fucking nice all the time. Some of these motherfuckers I didn't know since middle school, so you ain't changed, bitch. You just got taller, taller, so you're not as scared of me, and you think you can say more. Right, you know I know where you came from, right? (laughs) Sweetheart, you was definitely five foot one last fucking year. Some of your hormones that finally fucking kicked in. Mine hitting when I was five. You're trying to come at me. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I think my hairstyle. Okay, so y'all know I had my relaxer since I was seven. Mm-hmm. So my mama would always like tell my hairdresser, don't make her look too grown. So I could never have. I don't know why that was a thing. So I could never have my hair like all the way out or like, you know, kind of like, you know, just down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. It always had to be like, I usually had like some twists. Yes. Twists in the front. Yes. Love some twists. Yes. Or um, I had a twist in the front or maybe she'll just do like a half ponytail in the front and then it'll come down in the back. But now all of my hair could not be out for some reason. My mama was just so against it. But I could have the little back out, but not all of it. So I definitely love the little twist in the front. That was like my favorite. And then they did the ponytail sometime at the top. And then they hang down in the back, you know, with a little bump at the bottom. Yeah, girl. That Gotta have that little bump. Mm-hmm. Mm. You remember the first time you tried to bump your own hair, bitch? I had the bitch. crease around the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you can see where you started. Yeah. You did not start at the top. Started right here. Started right uh. here. Uh, yes. Straight line across the bottom. Thought I was doing something embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my God. Or you tried to put the roller in. You know how they use the roller for the front, for the bang? Mm-hmm. And then you oh, put the roller the in wrong, and that shit looked like um the lady off of 227. It just... The, <laughs> it all the way up there. Don't you do Jack A. <laughs> Why do we know what that show is? That show was definitely before our time. <laughs>
If you love listening to Unestablished, you can support our podcast by going to the link in our bio and buying a wine. That's right, a wine. Buymeacoffee.com allows listeners like you an easy way to say thanks. Plus, it only takes a minute. Your selflessness will assist in improving software and expanding Unestablished, a podcast made with you in mind. Available every Wednesday on all podcasting platforms. Thank you. Because, listen, because we knew people off of that show, even if we didn't watch it. I have, I don't think I've ever seen an episode of 227. Really? But, no, but you know, Nick and I had me fucked up with some of the old shows I used to watch. Show me Happy Days and uh, Facts of Life. Mm-hmm. Not the Cosby Show. It was, uh, Cosby Show wasn't that far removed. No. But, um, they had so many good oldies on there. I was even watching like the early version of the um, Little Rascals in black and white. They used to come up early as shit in the morning. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm rambling. But, yeah, girl. Yeah, we knew what 227 was. You know our parents talk about that shit. And the only reason I knew was because Jack and Harry, who I just loved on Sister Sister. I swear to God, I watched that show just for her stupid ass. <laughs> I really need to watch 227 just so I can see how she was. I tried to watch one place. episode of 227, and it, mm. That's, yeah. It's so far, uh, like so long ago. Oh, it's poor, just not his time. Anymore. Yeah, it's just, I mean, the jokes are still good. With. I still love um, damn, the Sherman Hensley's um show. What was that? Moving on up. What was that? Jeffersons. The Jeffersons. Girl, that's still. I hit. know you ain't saying moving up. You know, you know the Jeffersons. I couldn't remember <laughs> the name of the show. <laughs> oh, that yeah, show still hits. I, I didn't realize that they had a white neighbor that yes. also had their own show. I yep. paid them attention. What was the who were they? Who were they? He was um because he was an ornery old white man. Yes. He was damn Archie. Yeah. Archie, I know. Archie something. I don't Archie remember the Bunker. name of their show. Archie Bunker. He was angry, motherfucker. I was mm-hmm. like, is he a racist? Love wife i felt so bad for yes. her yes few episodes i did see i felt so bad for his wife she just just went along with anything archie's angry little ass said yes. y'all gonna make he... me go binge watch some shows tonight <laughs> you know what i want to watch i want to watch sanford and son oh sanford now, that still hits will too. always hit see what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and even some of those would be like jokes i don't even truly understand because i feel like you had to be there uh-huh. mm-hmm. it was about the times but that's some shit i would go research so i could understand that joke <laughs> <laughs> because Red Fox is so fucking stupid and funny. Yes. Okay. We don't went off on tangent again. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's how we do. That's how you know we're having a good time. Right. <laughs> Enjoy the so, show, people. Just go for the ride. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a So did y'all ever have any like instances in like the workplace? Where y'all were just like, somebody walked up to y'all and said, oh, this is not workplace appropriate. Or maybe even felt insecure about your hairstyle in a professional setting. I've never had a statement made to me, but it was definitely like, how will this be portrayed in the workplace before I get it done? Like when I Mm -hmm. wanted to color my locks, I really wanted to get them blue. Um, Blue and green combo. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, you know. That's probably not gonna work as well as I would like it to. So yeah. I settled for purple, and I've had purple hair before, and it's kind of my color. Like I love it; it looks good on me. Yes. 
super pretty. Yeah, but it's definitely always a thought before you do something. Yeah. How will my superiors look at this? Yeah, I think there are some natural hairstyles that I've had where I kind of questioned myself of whether it would be presentable in the workplace. Just kind of doing like a regular wash and go when my hair is way shorter than it is now. Just being like, "Mm, what are people going to be looking at me? You think that they would have thought your hair looked unkept? Because that is something that I sometimes thought about with my locks. Like, they're not going to always look freshly retwist because Mm -hmm. they're locks. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. Right. They're like, oh, you didn't do your hair today. I'll be like, oh. (laughs) I'll be ashamed if they told me that. (laughs) First of all, that's bold for you to say. Second of all. Yeah. What about you, Constance? Yeah, it's the microaggressions for me. I have only, I can think of one instance when I used to work at the school because it was like a in-service day, so the kids weren't there. I can't remember. It must have been summer because I was, I just did like a wash and go. Like I just woke up that morning. I said, fuck this. I don't feel like doing nothing in my hair. Mm-hmm. I just kind of twisted one side, like a part like I got now. And I just left the rest out. And it, it's cool in the morning because it's a little wet, but it defines a little bit over time. And then with mm-hmm. the, the wind blows, you know how it do. So it was just a little more everywhere, if you will. <clears throat> and so they're like, oh, your hair is wild today. Like, what the fuck? Oh. Like, somebody like, came yeah. out of their mouth and said this. Out of their mouth. That's just as bad as saying, is that your hair? Oh, my gosh. Honey, I and I've had that, too. <laughs> but I think she really was, I really think she was confused because she's not from America. Like, I don't think she, she's like, oh, my God. She actually just thought it was my hair. And she was shocked when I told her that it wasn't. I was just trying to educate. I was like, this is my hair. I mean, I paid for it, but it didn't grab my scalp like this. Um, the other one is, and I get this from both black and white people, which pisses me the fuck off. The very seldom times that I do straighten my hair. Oh my God, it looks so much better like that. <gasps> Bitch, that's not a compliment. I like your hair like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I deal with. When they see it straight, like, oh, why don't you wear your hair like this all the time, bitch? Because I don't want to. Are you dealing so with that even... now? Like, I heard yes. I, when I when I came, yeah, when I came to work one day, that random time I don't remember. It might have been after Thanksgiving. I took my mama's hair appointment because she didn't want it or need it or something happened, and I went to go get my hair straight. And I came back to Tampa, and it was a black manager. Who said, I, I wish you'd wear your hair like this more often. I like this better. Oh. Who gives a damn about what you like? This is my hair. Are you going to pay for it? And what do you mean? I wish that you would wear it like this. I, You're not my spouse I, for me to please when I come home. I hate And even then, nigga, you going to like yeah. me for who I am. The facts. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. All right. That's how I feel on the inside, but I couldn't say anything. I was like, so she almost looked disappointed when she saw my puff. A week or two later. Like, yeah. I can't How does she like wear that. her hair? Straight in a bun. Oh. Like, it's never out. It's always straight, but it's never out. And I don't know, that's because she's at work. What's her age? I'm trying to give her, like, some hope here, and it's not it's not really happening. I don't even know. Because she don't look old. 
She really don't. She, I mean. So that means she probably know. in her 40s. I'm thinking so. Okay. I'm thinking she's So she's not in the age of exploring herself beyond where she's settled, which is the bunny. Okay, she's probably it. conditioned to that. Uh-huh. That's why all she I've knows. never seen her with any other hairstyle. But, you know, she, she was military or whatever. Oh, well. And she's a cool as fuck person, but, you know, it just threw me off. Like, why would you say that shit? You know, like it doesn't, it's, it, I don't know if people really don't think about the things that come out of their mouth or how negatively it could impact another person. Like that didn't, that didn't make me feel good because you don't see my hair straightened often. So that means you hate my hair every other fucking day I come in here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you only like it when it's straight. Like why? But would you have been as acceptive? Well, more acceptive of a compliment if she simply said, oh, Constance, I like your hair. Like, that's a compliment, though. Okay. <laughs> that's not backhanded. You saying, I like your hair better this way. It it doesn't resonate as a compliment. It's that like, better I know this it may way. Be, do, yeah. It, it, I mean, it, I'm sure it means something nice to you. Like, I really think this style is pretty, but you came out and made it seem like your hair looks like shit every other day. Mm-hmm. Can't stand to see your curls. But goodness, when you, when you straighten your hair out... Mm-hmm. This is how I'd rather see you. This looks better on you. This this particular style is the only one that really looks good on you. I don't know what you'd be doing with your hair any other time, every other 300 and, you know, 10 days of the year. If you even get your hair straightened that much, you look like shit. But the few days that you have straight hair and I see it, that's how I'd rather see you. That's that shit said to me. Yeah, I would have took that the same way. If you just want to say I like your hair this way, Say that. It's 2023, though. I mean, you would think that some things people would know better. Like, don't grab a person's hair. Not even just a black woman's hair. Just don't grab a person's hair. Because what if I have alopecia and I have a wig on and you touching my hair pulls it or something? Like, what? What if you got PTSD? You know, anything could be a thing. Anything. Don't invade people's personal space. Jesus Christ. Why did why would you have to tell anybody not to touch another person without their consent? You know? Like I even have friends who don't like to fucking be touched. So mm. even when I have the urge to go hug their ass, I think twice, like, all right, what kind of dick? You would hug a normal person, but they don't not they're not normal. But you know, you would hug everybody else, but they don't like physical touch. So if they come up to you, you go ahead and do your thug fizzle and get that hug in. But don't roll up on them like that. <laughs> but why would you why would you roll up and touch anybody's fucking hair? Who said that was okay? Yeah. Because I can't stand. I even can't stand to be asked if someone could touch my hair. It is the weirdest fucking thing. I feel like a dog. <laughs> can I, I really pet I feel you? Like a pet. <laughs> yeah. Can I pet like, your can hair? I pet you? Like, no, Can bitch. I pet that dog? Mm-hmm. Can, oh, I, can pet I pet that, that dog? dog? fucking cocker spaniel bitch please no just admire it and and just be thankful that you can be in the presence of such beauty damn it (laughs) i know you can't achieve this because the lord didn't give you this coil and curl pattern just be thankful that you can gaze upon it and if you ask the right questions i can teach you about it but don't touch me Mm -hmm. please that happened to me once i was on a rotation and this white lady was like, oh, I just love your curls. And she touched it. My hair was wet. So, cause like I did a wash and go that morning. So it was still wet. And then she touched it and the shit was wet. 
and she and she was like, "Oh, sorry, my hair's still wet." <laughs> I was just like, "Bitch, that's what you get for touching my shit." I now you gonna have <laughs> products and wet hair, a product from my wet hair on your hands. Like nobody gave you permission to be touching my hair. <laughs> Probably pull back a follicle, bitch. If you don't leave my hair alone. I don't understand. Shut up. <laughs> you know how dead hair be falling out when yes. you be coming in the morning? Right. Probably pull one back. That's what you get. Why? And it ain't never going away. You probably gonna find that shit in your clothes later. <laughs> Girl. It should be everywhere. So I had everywhere. I had a coworker. We laugh about it. She's Hispanic. Every time I got in her car, her hair would get on me and it sticks like bad as fuck. So one day I went home and I said, girl, why is your hair on my fucking bed? Like, <laughs> what the because hell? Traveled with you. Yes. She said, I was waiting on you to come home. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It was an inside joke all the time. Yeah, like, con- like um, I think her name is Kelly. Like, here's your hair. Here's another strand. Girl. You know, come get, come get your belongings. And little puffs. Uh, little tufts, yeah. like little tumbling tumbleweeds. Yeah, mine be like that in the bathroom. <laughs> yes, bitch. I feel like I got to sweep in here because it's just shameful. Just vacuum mm-hmm. it. It'll, it'll get it up better. <gasps> oh, you know what? I know I'm backtracking, but the one of the biggest things that really I feel like kicked off the natural hair movement for us was that movie Good Hair by Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. We have to bitch. give credit to that. We, I, I will be giving all the credit to Mr. Chris Brock and his documentary of good hair. Mm-hmm. That was a... And I need to watch it again because that shit was fire as fuck. And it was cool to even see all those other black actresses who had always been natural mm-hmm. and had even been not popularized or possibly even made fun of for leaving their hair that way and having, you know, twists constantly in their hair. And But it was... That was pivotal for me. And even that was really what let us see like how bad perms really were to see that shit disintegrate that coat. Oh yeah, girl. Ooh, that was awful. They have a lot. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mo, because you was passionate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was looking at TV the other day, and one of those health commercials came up from the attorney. If you or anybody you know died of cervical Mm -hmm. cancer. Related to hair relaxers, please call 1-800-I-NEED-HELP. Okay, how are we supposed to prove that a family member passed as a result of hair relaxers? Like, at this point, anybody that died of cervical cancer should be evaluated for this lawsuit because, well, their family should be evaluated as beneficiaries because at at some point, we all were getting relaxers. How how are you gonna approve or deny somebody's death? You know what I'm For saying? Sure. Like, you know how many people, how many black women have died of cancer, breast cancer? If it if you're saying that hair relaxers are associated with cervical cancer, what happened to the breast? What happened to all of these other cancers? Like I feel like it should be all cancer. Yes, because, I, you exactly. know how many women were out there getting their relaxes while they had pregnancy? They were pregnant with their children. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no telling how many health problems you could have caused with that bullshit. Right. I, I mean, can't believe that's the legal to make. I think it's going to really be a lawsuit can't. for Coke, but they, we not ready to have that conversation yet. Coke. 
Coke. Yeah, people use Coke to clean batteries. Why are we out here fucking drinking? Oh, it? Well, I'm like, which Coke well. we talking about? <laughs> well, there used to be that Coca-Cola. kind of Coke, in Coke and they Coke. took that out. <laughs> Coca Cola, but yeah, back to the hair relaxer. I mean, I think it's very unfortunate that a substantial amount of people have to one complain to die before attention is brought to something so major like that for a whole generation of people i was about to say it depends on the people and depends on how many people i mean it it makes me sad to think how many people have to die for a fucking traffic light to be installed on the street tis true yes yeah but you're right i mean this has been generations i mean my god this has been a thing for a long fucking time. Yes. Right. Like a long fucking time. Centuries. Yeah. So I I mean, I don't I don't know who decided that this was finally something worth talking about. I don't know if it's because a lot of them are making less money than they once were. Um like the perm companies are making less money than they once were because a lot of us have gone natural. We shift and the whole hair market. Do you know how powerful that is? Yes. Again, this is what good hair taught me. I could not believe that there are no black hair care like stores. Like there's Korean hair stores. There's like Target. There's Walmart that make a space for us. But no one, there's not as many black faces in black hair care. Mm-hmm. And even the ones that were in it are selling that shit off. I mean, Shea Moisture's gone. Miel finna go. Well, Miel's not going, but she's, they're pushing it off a little bit. They're still going to have a lot of work into it, but I heard, you know, people are nervous about Miel changing their their ingredients like Shea Moisture did mm. when they sold their company. When you think about, like, the longevity of a company, you can't really blame them if the end goal is to still be able to supply you with what you need. And if they can no longer operate with where they started, you kind of have to love the brand enough to shift with them or find somebody else. Yeah. Well, it depends on what you, what you're buying the brand for. If I'm buying the brand because I like the makeup of your actual product and I appreciate that what you have helps my hair when you shift, I'm not mad at you for shifting, but there's got to be something in there to protect the brand itself. Like they need to understand what the fuck they're buying. Mm-hmm. They need to understand that if they continue to make things, they can't change up stuff. Cause that's not what the customer is looking for. The reason Miel does so well is because of how they make their products, who they make their products for, and what mindset they're living in. What was the whole movement with the YT people getting black hair care? They realize that the product works it's, well for them. There's money in it, or there's money in it. Okay, okay, just like anything else. Okay, there's money mm-hmm. in it. I didn't they do research see, on uh, that. Oh, well, you don't have to. This is a capitalist country, and it runs on money. And people run to anything that they know will be an open market. And this is something that a lot of white people are not into because they don't know shit about it, and because this is some place that black people are doing well in, and finding a lot of success in. A lot of small companies have become successful in black hair care because it's a market in which people really haven't been able to corner. Not well. Well, I agree, but there was a, like a few months ago or a few weeks ago, people were going to the stores and buying 
our product for saying that it mm. was helping their hair, I guess. And so when we went to buy the product, it was not available. Oh, now honey, I don't know nothing about that. Yeah. I'm assuming because it's all natural and just natural shit helps all hair. <laughs> but Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's some products that are out there that are made specifically for um black hair also incorporate all hair types. They'll be like yeah. over oh, all hair types. So yeah, I mean they try to add them on in there. So yeah. that could have been that kind of situation. Excuse me. I didn't realize they were doing that. Yeah. Mm. Um, what I was gonna say about the um the Chris Rock movie or the documentary was that um what I learned from it is just how much of an industry, how big of an industry it was and how little um black people were in it. Like how, you know, we got hair from Peruvia or Malaysia or um, you know, India mm-hmm. and these um, Asian people are the one that are selling it to us mm-hmm. and they're the one that's quote unquote manufacturing it so they could put it on the tracks or whatever and sell it in the packs and sell it to us and it just goes to us the consumers black people I just thought that was kind of shocking that we have little to do with how the black hair market is like hmm circulating well, we just we we're do. the ones putting our dollars in it but we're not necessarily helping with the market and i think that's what that trend that big boom and transition and kind of helped right with and but it's still there's still not a lot of black people that are in it you're right but more black people i feel like are being coming out it, with product at least to nourish black hair and uh you know try and grow black hair um in more recent years than I recall when we were growing up. Right. Yeah. You know, because there was really no distinction between natural hair, relaxed hair. You know, hair was just hair. Mm-hmm. We just knew our hair was a little more curly. We couldn't get a lice. That's all I recall about my hair. It was curlier and I had to braid my shit up and, and Emily didn't have to. She just wore her blonde straight out every day. It was amazing to me. I was curious when they would say... They wash their hair every day, and if they didn't, yeah, it would get oily. I'm like, every like, day? Why the fuck do you wash your hair every day? <laughs> do you know how much time that would take? <laughs> I, would, I, I don't even know when I when my mama decides to wash my hair. Mm-hmm. We wash it when she feels like washing. <laughs> like, right. Maybe every week, maybe every two weeks. It just depends on our schedule, sweetie. This shit takes all day to do. No, you can't touch it. No, you can't take this shit out. You can gaze upon it, but my mama will beat my ass if you try to take my two strands to twist out. And I come home not looking like I did when I came to this daycare. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, we can't do that shit. We can't, we can't wash our hair every day. It's not a thing. I, I, I'm not going to say I wish we could because I don't even want that burden. No. I don't want that burden to have to do that and restyle. Like, no. And the good shampoo is expensive. It. I'm sorry. Facts. It is. It really is. Legit, my friend, I think, uh, Emily, I think really looked at me like I was crazy when I told her, no, girl, I don't wash my hair every day. We can't do that. And that was the first time I really tried to make my race a thing. And I really tried to let her know the difference between the two of us. Yeah, we need the oil. Y'all don't yes. need it, but we do. Like, I have to, I had to tell her, like, baby, 
you say your hair gets greasy. I put grease in my hair to make it look good. Right. Like, <laughs> like my hair looks as good as it does right now with grease that comes out of a jar. Facts. Okay. And like, and it, we're just different. Our hair styles are different, which is why yours comes out of your head straight and mine does not. Mine's a little thicker than yours. But snaps. And this is when I was in daycare. I don't even oh, think Lord. I, I think I'm telling been in... the story in daycare. Well, but... honey, I mean, we spent a lot of time together. And them summers was long, bitch. I saw the same people every day. Okay. I don't know how old we were. So I'm gonna say we was at least second, third grade. I'm like, yeah, girl. I put grease in my hair. You think greasy hair is is a bad thing. Our our hair is definitely different. <laughs> That's what we thrive on, bro. <laughs> right. Like, I have to have grease in my house if my mom's going to do my damn hair. My hair looks phenomenal for a smooth week. All right. Well, Maybe any- too. Does anybody have anything else to add to the conversation before we move on to wine and rewind? No. No one. I think the moral of the story is don't touch a black woman's hair. Please. Period. Period. Just stay your distance. <laughs> Period, poo. Whining with wine, tell me your grievances. Whining with wine, girls, what is on your minds? Tell me what's on your minds. Who's going first? This is not me. You know who I'm going first. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I sing the song. <laughs> <laughs> I had to square up with a wasp this week. And oh, oh, not, not a wasp. Up. Square up. Okay, I almost <laughs> ran. <laughs> I almost ran a man over trying to get away from this wasp because he oh. would not let me out of my car. So he I was in the car. No, he was outside the car at the window oh, on the the side mirror looking at me. I wasn't about to move the door to get out. Like, come on, homie, let me, you know, just you go about your day. Let me get out. Shit. I thought he was gone. And I went to open the door. He popped back up. So, oh, he said I, surprise! <laughs> surprise, Shorty. The fear that I had walls and bees and mm. spiders, like I've never been stung before. And so oh. I just can't deal. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm gonna put my truck in drive and a man was coming down the aisle. I'm so happy I did not hit that man because <laughs> he was about to be well killed. Like I didn't see oh him. My God, yes. I know. I know. I know it would have been I unintentional know. if I had hit him. I know it would have been. But I had to get away from the walls. And I needed to go in the grocery store and go on by my life. But this damn walls held on to the car as I went down the aisle and came back Girl, up the care. other one. He was still on the fucking car. Girl, they don't <laughs> care. Girl, they <laughs> I don't know how them insects be holding on for dear life because they be they be plopped up on the windshield or on the window and you be like, oh, I got your ass. I'm going right. to drive I'm going to ride up. No. And you, hell no. You going 50 miles per hour and they still holding on, <laughs> flapping in the wind. <laughs> I don't get it. Because wasps are, they are hateful. Like, yes, you, you know, they're very I used to see 
I used to see them a lot more like the pool and my parents' house because they used to love to build nests underneath the diving board. That's how I got stung. Oh no! I jumped off of it and I guess I disturbed the nest or whatever, and I had gone all underwater. They came under the water with you, bitch. No, no, no. But they followed me. Like every time I came up, it was right there. And I went up again. That bitch stung me. Like, and I didn't even feel it at first. It's like a shot. Okay. Mm -hmm. You take a shot. You know, it just, at first you're fine and then you taste it and then it burns the back of your tongue. That's what it felt like. Mm -hmm. This is my ankle. (laughs) I felt nothing. And then it was just burning all of a sudden. I was like, what the fuck is happening to my ankle? No. But yeah, they follow. I don't know why wasps were so mean. But I hate that. I wish you would have slammed that basket right in your car door when you opened it and closed it. Mm-hmm. Killed it dead. Yeah, you want to see somebody, somebody holler? <laughs> Bitch, I have no love in my heart. And you know, I know as well as you do, I, I don't do the flying insects. Like, I don't like flying ants, yellow jackets, wasps, bees. I don't like nothing. Like, dragonflies are the only ones that get a pass. They scare the fuck out of me at first. And butterflies, too, because they don't have a stinger. But them them dragonflies, they be ready to catch hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like no in, no um insect, none of them. I like a dragonfly. Maybe a little ladybug or something, but that's it. I don't write down. They get on my nerves. They so slow. Move the hell out the way, ball. <laughs> I just want to flick them right off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's oh next? Well, I guess I'm next. my wine is just that i hate not knowing that's all that's all my wine is i just hate not knowing i hate not knowing what's gonna happen i hate being in the situation where it's just like everything's up in the air and you gotta wait for shit to fall which one's gonna fall first is it this or is it that will i be able to catch it or do i have to miss it do I have to swerve and dodge it? Like, what is going to happen? And it's just, there's nothing I, I could I could do about it. All I can do no. is just wait for the shit to fall and be prepared for me to get knocked the fuck in the head if, if it's necessary. Where my heart head at? Have a plan B for either option. That's what faith is, heifer. You don't know. be asking and praying for Jesus for shit. And you know you don't, it's not going to come in the package you think it's going to. That's no. why you got to be careful. You know, I just be trying to live my life and just go to straight and narrow, not get stopped by the police, pay my taxes, and (laughs) make sure, you know how important it is for my lights to be on when I come in the house. That's all I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. But just life just comes on and just sucker punch you in the side of the face. And that's it. That's it. And sometimes it knocks you out. They do. They do. Sometimes it knocks you on your ass, and sometimes it just gives you a little stumble. So I don't know what's going to happen this time. <laughs> but I also um, saw somewhere that me not needing to know how things are going to happen is also like a trauma response from like childhood situations. So I'm just trying to figure out whether. This is like me trying to work through like a trauma response of not knowing things or how they're going to work out or whether I'm just, I just need to know. So you mean the response is you need to know what's happening? Yeah. So basically when you're in like, um, I don't want to call it like an abusive situation. 
but when you're in like a like yeah. a like a narcissistic <clears throat> situation, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you need to know how everything's gonna play out so you can make sure this person doesn't react the way they normally like. They, you gotta please them to make sure they don't oh, react yeah. in a way. So you have to make sure everything mm-hmm. plays out the way it's supposed to. And you organize it the way it should be, where there's no like hiccups, so you can make sure that person doesn't give you a negative reaction. Right. Yes. So that's why I need, that could be a reason why I need to know everything, why I have a need to like make sure everything is done correctly or perfectly, quote unquote. Because that's my superpower. My superpower is that I want to, like, I would want to read people's mind. Like, EJ's superpower wants to, he wants to be able to teleport so he can go anywhere in the world at any time. Me, I just want to know what the fuck y'all thinking. What y'all thinking about? (laughs) (laughs) No, bitch, you don't. Right, you don't want to live in this head. Right. You don't. An hour in this head, you'll be like, oh, shit, I'm tired. And I'd have to tell you to get the fuck out of here, bitch, because I can't deal with you, too. There are too many voices already talking to me. Go away now. Yeah. Shit. Mm-mm. I don't think that's no, what you I, want. You know, it's crazy to me when I see all this shit come up on Instagram and TikTok thinking about people relating our childhood to the type of adult that we are now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's sad, it makes me sad how much sense it makes. It does. It makes it so sad to me. Because as soon as you said it, Joanne, I was like, yep. <laughs> you have that. Yeah. You got them people in your life. Who, when you were younger, you were like, okay, I know this is your trigger because I paid this too much attention to this thing's happening. And let me make sure that I don't say these things and so-and-so doesn't say these things and these things aren't in place and those things aren't in place so that you don't get fucked up and you don't get mad at us. That may not have been your situation, but I'm thinking about me. But we don't, no one gets upset. Because I don't like confrontation. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate confrontation between Same. anybody, especially people who are around me. Facts. And it may have to do anything with me, but to know I'm in the same room with people who don't like each other, I hate it. <laughs> I can't stand it. Please don't invite me. I don't want to be there. <laughs> she said, don't invite me. Don't invite me. I don't want it. I don't want to be there. I don't want anything to possibly pop off. Cause you're going to ruin my night. Mm-hmm. You're going to ruin my day. You might even ruin my week. Damn. Mm. Oh, shit, friend. Well, shout out to therapy. Okay. Because I don't think we, but, in, in, any of us would have figured out why we are the way we are without it. Because we know. wouldn't have thought to attribute so much of us to our childhood and then be able to identify the very thing that we mm-hmm. know as our childhood, you know, like you're yeah. innocent. You didn't think that something then would would still be affecting us now. But child, when they lay out the explanations, okay. <laughs> you get your edges gathered real quick. Okay. Because mm-hmm. they fell Absolutely. on the floor. Okay. They just fell out the scalp. My line is, I don't know what my problem is, y'all. So... And I'm prefacing this by saying I love Simone, okay? I love my brother's girlfriend, and I love my brother Doug. I love my baby girl, niece, Simone, okay? I love them all. I don't know if I have a problem with people invading my personal space. (laughs) I don't know if I'm just used to being alone. I don't know what it is. 
But when people come over to my house, especially when I'm not ready for it, even when I am ready for it, honestly, it freaks me the fuck out. Even when my parents tell me they come in two weeks in advance and I have time to clean, I usually don't clean until like the night before, maybe two days before. And I'm rushing around. Got anxiety. I'm like, holy shit, my mom's going to come in here and talk cocaine shit and be like, why you ain't doing this? Why you ain't doing that? And why does it look like this? All you got to do is a little bit of cleaning every day. The same speech. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I get anxiety every time someone comes in this house and stays with me. I feel like judgment is upon me. I feel like I should be doing more than I am, and I'm not. But I don't do it because I'm the only one that lives here. <laughs> so I don't, I, I don't judge myself. Like, every now and again, like, bitch, you need to clean this up. But you're tired today, so we're not going to. Maybe tomorrow will be better, and I move on about my day. But if other people are here to witness it, it's like it puts me in a chokehold. So I was like legitimately upset when, not they were coming here, but that they had to stay with me. I was like, oh my Lord, two people, two grown asses and a baby in my entire little apartment trying to sleep on that somewhat uncomfortable pullout couch. That don't sound right. Am I going to have to give up my room? I might have to. I got this blow up, baby. Where they gonna put it? Cause this kitchen ain't big enough, you know. It really always it worked out fine. They ended up sleeping on the pullout couch. They didn't give a damn. They were so thankful that Samani slept through the night for the most part. They didn't care. That nigga wakes up early as fuck. You hear me? We went to bed. I know at like eleven thirty, and that nigga was up faithfully and loudly at seven thirty in the morning. She said, it's time. Wake that ass up. All of you, get the fuck up. Okay. It's I'm hungry. Start. It's time to get the day started. Right. I don't Where know what we doing. At? Right. <laughs> get this oatmeal going, ma'am. <laughs> we got shit to do. I'm hungry. Let's Find go. something that I'm going to like. Get okay. this bottle ready. Get Turn on Cocoa out. Melon. We're on the way. Right. <laughs> so did you have words with them about how you felt? No. My God, no. I don't want them to feel bad about coming to visit me when they didn't have to do that. Like, I welcomed them when they said they were coming. It just, it threw me off when they couldn't find a, a, a hotel. But, like, they're young and, I mean, I hated it, but I wasn't going to be like, no, you can't stay here. Yeah. When I really just wanted to see my family. Yeah. So, it took me a while, but I was like, you know, gosh, you can't be upset about Someone come in to love on you. No matter what package it comes in, they're coming to see you because they want your birthday to be good. You know, they know you're there by yourself. You don't have any family there. And this is the first birthday you spent without your family. So it touched me. They wanted to come at all. And that they used Simone's perks to be able to come. So I didn't I didn't fight it. I just had to come to terms with myself and be like, why do you feel like this? Why are you pissed off about something so good? You know? At least I, I thought it was good for them to come and see me. So why am I so mad about it? I still don't fucking know. I really don't. I don't know why those feelings overtook me the way they did. It could just be like you weren't mentally prepared. You know, sometimes when you know somebody's coming, you're able to prepare your mind mentally of, you know, how yeah. that person acts and 
what you need to do to accommodate them and this, that, and the third. And if somebody yeah. just blindsides you and say, hello, girl, I'm ringing your doorbell. I'm here. You just kind of, <gasps> it kind of puts you in a tizzy. It makes you frantic. You be like, oh my God. Yeah. I, my house ain't clean. I don't have no groceries. Like, I got to figure out what I'm going to do with them and all this. You know, wow. you just you just keep thinking about all the negative shit that you have to deal with in order to accommodate them or make them, you know, happy to be yeah. There versus you know you just being happy that they're there. Girl, right. imagine you on the last washcloth and towel because you ain't been doing laundry. <laughs> I was so scared too. I was like, oh my god, I hope I have clean washcloths for your ass. Towels are never a problem, but washcloths, honey. I don't even remember the last time I washed them on purpose because I was getting by. Oh, thank God, I literally had just enough for all three of us to wash our asses. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah. So, that's my wine. I'm not sure. um, uh, I guess therapy needs to happen um, for me again. I haven't been in a while. But I need to deal with whatever makes those crazy thoughts, like, spin in my head and make me upset about things. And I don't feel like I should be upset about. But I I feel you. Maybe I really wasn't mentally prepared. Because a few other people who have come. Like, I knew my parents were coming, and I just always know it doesn't matter how much I clean. <laughs> my mom was always going to have something to say. I, it, it, to me, it could look spotless, but she will see every fucking piece of dirt, dust, dust might dust, buddy, that, that grazes across <laughs> my floor, <laughs> any surface in this house, any house that I live in. And she won't be satisfied until she cleans it herself. So I just have to live with that. But I know her. I guess them being new and having the baby here, I'm like, I don't know what's baby proofed. Mm-hmm. How am I going to entertain her? I ain't got no toys for this child. Like, thank God she's easily entertained. Mm-hmm. I legit had two buckets of pins that we constantly dumped out and put back in the same bucket. And that entertained her ass for hours. She just... She just had fun dumping them out by herself, smoothing them all around. And then I was putting them in. So she followed me and she just put them back. And then she'd dump them back out and do it the same process by herself. But at first I was like, what the fuck are we going to do? It was a good time. You made it, It, it was a good time. I'm glad it, it was did. a good time for you guys. It, it was. We need it was good great. time. We cooked, watched movies, talk, talk shit. Play with the child. Mm-hmm. Right. <sighs> Mama, I made it. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> never would have made it. Never, 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 never would have made it. Never would have made it. Hallelujah. We at the end of the mm. show, okay? No, no, no. Okay, well, if you guys have something you want to add to the conversation about black hair, you want to tell us about your first relaxer experience, tell us about how you transition, or, you know, tell us how you said, fuck this shit, and I'm going to just get my hair cut every two weeks. Yes. That's fine, too. Tell us about what products you're using, what you Mm -hmm. like, you know, what's going on in the natural hair world maybe we didn't touch on. Talk Mm -hmm. to us, please. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell us what you you think. It's the face for me. You can uh, hit us up <laughs> on unestablished, uh, unestablished podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on 
Instagram, TikTok, you know, we're there too. Slide up in our DMs. Talk to us. We want to hear from you. If y'all ain't got nothing else to add, Mo, you can go ahead and take us out, y'all. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. <laughs> Coming in hot. Hot as fuck, now. Oh, and man. demanding. Hot and demanding. For joining us this week on Unestablished. Be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love. <laughs>